This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash magic. Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the Personal Price Plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. The following podcast is not real, but it continues to be a structurally flawed lifeboat clinging to the side of the massive carnival cruise ship that is Earwolf. And it's still sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. Want to send a package to the show? Send it to Cards Against Humanity, 1917 North Elston, Chicago, Illinois, 60642. Someone from CAH will pretend to get your package to the magical land of food. Hello from the Magic Tavern. A weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is what's going on. About a year and a half and a bit ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal from that Burger King through the portal, and I use that to upload a podcast that I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the town of Hog's Face, in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, my buddies, my boon companions, Chunt, the king of the badgers. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. How you doing, bud? I'm doing well. Doing good. Yeah. Is it, is it doing well? Doing good? Doing well, doing good. Yeah. Okay. I'm always confused, because when I say, if I ever say, if someone's like, how you doing? And I say, doing good. They're like, well, you know, heroes do good. Oh. You're doing well. And then I, I just hate that. Chunt, this is a personal question, but yeah. do you think of yourself as doing good? I'd like to think so. Are you doing good for the Badgers? You, they made you king of the Badgers. They made me king of the Badgers. Lately, things have been a little weird. <laughs> um, I get the feeling that the pranks have gone too far. The, um, the pranks? There's been a lot of pranks pulled on me. The other day, uh, I was walking into my, um, into my private chambers. How fancy is your... I haven't, you have not invited mm-hmm. me over to your, your, be, your new fancy king of the Badgers abode. I don't... I'm trying to be sensitive. I don't think he'd fit. Oh. And that's not like... I don't think most people would fit. I see. Yeah. 
but it's pretty nice. I mean, it's tiny, but it's nice. It's badger size. Yeah, it's badger size. Is there much of a view? Is it underground? It's underground. Uh huh. But I have a corner throne. Corner throne? Mm hmm. Just a throne in a corner? Yeah. Okay. Well, it used to be front and center, but they moved it to the corner. And I also faced the wall. So I don't know what that's mm. about. Yeah, it doesn't seem positive. And they gave me this sort of pointed hat that I wear. It's like a cone, it's like an upside down cone. Uh huh. Yeah, so I don't know what that's about. And so what are they been doing pranks? A lot of pranks, pulling a lot of pranks. I feel like, you know, I walk into my chambers and I get, you know, pig's blood dumped on me and everyone's laughing, having a good time, high How do you know it's pig's blood? Oh, I know. You taste it. My taste have we talked about my taste buds? My taste buds. My senses You're an animal are heightened. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, mm, 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 that's pig's blood. Yum, 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 yeah. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Yep. Yummy. Mm-hmm. Mm, I, can smell, I mean, I can smell you from 10 miles away. Sure. Yeah, I've never had to smell you from 10 miles away because mm-hmm. you stay put pretty, <laughs> in a pretty serious <laughs> manner. True. Yeah. But I could smell you from yeah. yeah. And so they drop pig's blood on you, but mm-hmm. you somehow, you're like, well, there's pig's blood around here. Yeah. But I'm sure it's not going to fall on me. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I smelled it, but I was like, maybe that's just like, you know, somebody's drinking that, like yeah. some weird ritual or something. So they had to like carry that pig's blood into the room to dump it on you. Yeah. You mean they moved it from one place to the other? Yeah, they had to carry it. Okay, if you want to use that word. Sure. And did you get blood all over your palmas? Your (laughs) I'm thinking about um, trying to go undercover Mm -hmm. with the badgers. So, like, I take off my crown. I don't maybe talk as much. Maybe I I chatter as badgers do. But just kind of going undercover to see, like, what people think about me, what the badgers think about me. Oh, an undercover badger? Like an undercover king or something. Oh, wow. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. You, what you should do is you should find, like, a pauper. What is that? Like, a, just a poor badger and just switch places with him. Okay. Yeah, I, I will do that. And then if anybody has, like, you know, like, somebody's wife is sick or something, like, I'll give them some gold coins or something. Make myself seem like a real big shot. Oh, sure. Do some good, as yeah. it were, to circle back. That's a great idea. How are you doing? I'm great. Yeah, I'm so excited that we, we, we haven't introduced Usador. Yeah, this is the longest... Except for when Pizza Skull is here. This is the longest we've gone without an interview. I know. He's still just really going to town giving me a back rub right now. Yeah, and he is vibrating hard. (laughs) He really is. And I'm also joined by my co-host. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakis. The elves know me as Fiang Yalak. Thank you, The Yalek. dwarves know me as Zonin and Hookstangis. And I am known in the Northeast as Gaswanius Maystar. And there may be other secret names you do not know yet. How's your back feeling? It feels great. I feel very refreshed. Thank oh, you. Wonderful. When you were dead, the thing I missed the most was the back rubs. Oh, so did I, Arnold. I, if it brings me such great pleasure to release the tension in your back that doth seem to grow from your inability to move. <laughs> it's very stressful sitting in this tavern all day. I would imagine so. You know, I learned one of your other secret names. Oh, what's today. that? I realized that the blades of grass know you as Johnny Downstream. That's right. Of course, every single blade of grass that doth grow up from within the dirt doth know me as Johnny Downstream. Johnny Downstream, of course. My one of my most beloved names. I, for when I am barefoot and I walk across the grass, they feel the warm, sweet sweat of my own feet upon them. Arnie, have you met any blades of grass yet? I have not. Did you know that in Foon, every blade of grass has an angel bending over it, urging it to grow? I did not know that. Yeah. 
How did you find this out? It's just known. Did you just talk to? Did you have you? Were you have you been talking to Blades of Grass? I mean, every once in a while. Sure. Just lay down. Get to talking. <sighs> lay down. Look up at the stars. Hear their whispers. I feel like I'm not smart enough for this conversation. I don't have the wit, man. Maybe. How about our guest? Is that wrong? Walt, are you saying? <laughs> you know, I'm very excited. Guys, this is kind of one of the coolest looking guests we've had in a while. How is that a dare thing? you? How, How dare you say? say that? You guys are very cool. First of all, you're not guests. You're co-hosts. Yeah, Thank but you. we look cool as fuck. You do. You're you're a talking badger with a crown, and you're like... A, and piercings. I mean, you're just mostly just Gandalf. What? <laughs> no, never mind. But this guy looks even cooler. He's like a lizard guy. Surely that's not what you call him. I, I don't know what he's called, but he looks like a lizard guy. He sort of looks like something Captain Kirk would have fought in like uh, early episode. Of, what is that? I don't want to talk about Earth stuff. I'm really excited to introduce Preckle, the lizard guy. Hello. Hey, <clears throat> hey Preckle. Oh, sorry. Uh, there's some slime in my throat. Sure. Uh, it is not from my... It's outside slime. Oh, yeah. you were like a guzzling some slime. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, lizard guy? Oh, I'm sorry. I, okay. I'm, I'm new to this world, so I, I sometimes get the names of things wrong. Sure. Um, what if, I'm sorry, what should, I, what, yourself, should I, but, sure. what should I refer to you as? Well, I, I suppose if you're looking for something, it would be dragonborn is the technical oh. term. Yeah. Born so, of dragons. Born of dragons? Born of a dragon. Born oh, of a oh, dragon. you got a dragonborn on the show? That's amazing. Yeah. Did you call him a lizard person to his face? I called him a lizard. That's the most insulting. Well, not to his face, but very near his face. Preckle, it is an honor to meet you. Thank you. Making a big deal about it is almost as bad as calling me a lizard guy. I just want to be treated like everybody else. Oh, yeah, of I don't course. want to be fetishized. Or, sure, yeah, of course. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. You know, you're, you're either a fan or a friend, you know. Sure. Yeah, just one of you guys. Sure. I just happen to be born from a dragon. Born from a dragon? Yeah. This is, I, I don't know if this is a personal question. How does that work? Well, let me ask you. What were you born of? I was born of a human woman. Okay. How does that work? Well. Yes, how does that work? Yeah, how, how, do, how are humans made? <laughs> humans are made when a man and a woman love each other very much. Uh, they get married. Mm-hmm. They have uh, consensual intercourse. Mm-hmm. And um, then nine months later, a stork comes delivers a baby in a tiny little nappy that's sort of bound together and it holds with its bill. They drop that down the chimney, leave it under a tree, mm-hmm. and uh, on Christmas morning, <laughs> the parents come down, take the baby, unwrap it, and they have a baby. Now, see, it works a little bit differently here on Foon. For, you see, the parents do not need to be married. And once they engage in the coital act... All that has to happen is he inseminates the woman, and then nine months later, through her vagina, a baby will squeeze its way out into the world. Yeah, yes. also on Foon, storks eat babies. Oh, no. Really? Oh, yeah. So much child death. Yeah, I was trying to high road you, but by teeing you up to say that it was going to be the exact same way that dragons are born, but uh-huh. no, obviously totally different. That's, oh, I see. We're born that way, the nine-month oh. gestation and then yeah. squeezed out of a vagina oh, way. Yeah, so, that's so total vagina route. That's yeah. yeah. I'm very yeah. impressed by the intelligence of storks on your world. <laughs> also, just a heads up, just just for future reference, in Foon, there's, there's certain types of, you know, creatures or beings that you highly respect, okay? Uh-huh. One absolutely is the dragonborn, okay? okay? They're born of dragons. They're tough as hell. You don't want to get on their bad side, okay? Two, there's a great warrior from long ago uh, who is Jason the Fantastic, 
and anyone born of him, anyone who's Jason born, you want to totally respect. <laughs> don't look him dead in the eye. Sure. You know, pay him any yeah, no, uh, courtesies I, you can. Yeah. Thank you for giving me that ultimatum. And now, Preckle, as one of the dragonborn, you must... You must be a great warrior or a mage or a, or a traveler who sings great songs, uh, some sort of bard. Uh, what, what is your profession? I've dabbled in a few of those things. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you know, uh, my parents were relatively wealthy. Oh. So yeah, did they like sit on a giant like pile of money? <laughs> so I, I get coins, jewels, That's a bit of a crowns, stereotype. armor. I'm sorry. The dragon boards sit on money. That's an old trope. Like, let's let that go. Well, I'm sorry. So are are your parents dragonborn or are they dragons? Well, it's the long line of dragons all the way up. Yeah, they're all born from dragons. Of oh, course. I see. Yeah, and, and really only about one percent of the dragons sit on a giant pile of coins and such. There's, you've got oh, to think about 1%. exactly. You have to really think about the dragon middle class, we're the, very the working privileged. class dragons. Yes, yes. So. I don't want to paint the picture that we're all. My point is, I've been blessed, and uh. so I've been, you know. I went to art school for a little bit. I played in a band. Uh, what was ooh. the name of your band? <laughs> Drag- the Dragonborn. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. really? You're about the music. Yeah. It's like, just like, <laughs> we don't give about, us a cutesy name. We fought about a lot of different names. What were some we, of the names you fought about? Um, the Gold Sitters. <laughs> yeah. The Cave Dwellers. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the Dragon Birthers. Uh, I, the Dragon Birthers. <laughs> Birther. That's a variation on the Dragonborn, yeah. obviously. Yeah, what was the... I've heard a lot about the Dragon Birther movement. Yeah. There's been some controversy. Sure. But uh, I could show you my birth certificate if that's what you're getting at. <laughs> During my time at the Great Halls of Tarakas, I was in a band called The Wizards. Oh, really? Yes. What did you play? Xylophone. <laughs> Preckle, what was your instrument? What do you play? Do you still play it? I dabble every now and then. Stand-up bass. Stand-up bass. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. It's pretty funky. It's a it, sexy instrument. Yeah. It is a sexy instrument. We've got one here if you'd like to play it. Oh, bit. yeah, sure. Absolutely. Okay. Just start going to town? Yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah. just pluck around a little okay. bit. Okay. Oh, that's good. That is very good. good. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm going to slap it now. Ooh. Ooh. Slap Ooh. that bass. Yeah. Slap it a bass. Wow. God, this brings back memories. Wow. Practical. Yeah. So you're a musician. I'm a, I'm a dabbler, but you know, right now I'm a um, professional interior decorator. Thank you. Ooh. Oh, yeah. wow! What a dangerous job to enter someone's home where they could kill you without any warning, and then to redecorate it. Well, they usually get my business card from a friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, and not, this isn't. I'm not asking because you're dragonborn, of course. But do you practice like feng shui? Uh, it's 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 called um, sang tomb. Oh yes, yes. Okay, I, yeah. I don't know if it's the same thing. What's what, feng shui? We call it feng shui. It's when you're decorating a home, you try and, you know, hang, you know, fangs around or claws or any mm-hmm. sort of talons, and you kind of center the, the room around that. That's the main focus. Oh, uh, you know? focus on the fangs. And then you murder somebody in the middle of the room. And, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you kind of put and, down some tarps, you slit their throat, and then that kind of blesses the home. Mm-hmm. Usually it's a child. And yeah. where, wherever the blood doth go, then you know that's the feng shui. That's the feng shui? Yes. Wow, it's kind of the opposite on my world. Like, if there's a murder in a home, it's like, well, I don't want to live here anymore. Oh, I'm really? going to have to tell anybody that asks that it happened. Ooh, uh, if you kill two people in a home, that's a Carlito Shue. <laughs> <laughs> Just a sound of the word. Well, the guy yeah. who invented that Carlito is a weird dude. Like, yeah, he's I'm very sure. Weird. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> yeah. And he got a little carried away. He started killing, you know, two people here, three people there, and then Carlito Shue became a very murderous uh, practice. So, Preckle, what is your sort of philosophy of, of interior design? Minimalism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, right now, this place, I was actually, I'm supposed to sit down with uh, the owner. I believe his name is Schmishmoon. Help me out here. Schmishmoon? Maybe I've got it wrong. Blemish, maybe? Well, the owner is Otak Barleyfoot, but he's been gone for a while. Oh, but Blemish has been in charge for quite some time. Yeah, Blemish. Yeah, we were communicating via crystal ball. Oh, wow. And so the signal kind of gets broken up. I, sure. I live uh, a couple continents away. So. Yeah. i got to be honest. I'm going to start calling him Smishmoon. <laughs> Smishmoon. That's, yeah. I, I, you know, that, that's a friend of mine's name. I don't know. I got confused. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So your crystal ball doesn't always work very well? Well, it just depends on, you know, what kind of coverage there is. Sure. Are there certain areas that you can get better crystal absolutely. ball coverage? If there's giant crystals, like <laughs> towers of crystals, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And then, then sometimes you'll go into a forest and you're like, Oh, everybody here is not getting very good crystal ball reception. No, it's a bummer, especially if you have, you have plans, you want to meet up with somebody, you're like, well, I, I, you know, mm-hmm, yeah. you, you're rubbing the ball and you can't get a connection. And, <laughs> you're you know, rubbing the ball, yeah. yeah. Crystal coverage will go dark. Yeah. yeah, sure, absolutely. It's frustrating. So you were saying you are talking to Smishmash. His name is Blemish, Blemish, okay, you know, I get it. It was funny that I got the name wrong. Don't worry. I always just call him the boy. Uh-huh. It's a power move. <laughs> so you were talking about doing something here to the Vermilion Minotaur? Yeah. Well, if he's interested, I've got, I've got some ideas. I've got some thoughts. Uh, well, I'd love to hear. I mean, I'm also technically co-in charge of the Vermilion Minotaur. True? Yeah. I mean, All I haven't right. done anything. That's right. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You didn't lift a finger. I haven't done almost nothing. I mean, my job is mostly to keep blemish under control. So I How's sort that of, going? Um, I guess it's all right. I, I, I don't see him much. Yeah. Where has he been? Like He's always down in the basement. I've never gone down there. There's a basement? There's a basement Ooh. to this place. Well, that's nice. We could do something with that. <laughs> well, so what are your some of your ideas for the tavern? Well, um, I want to put in a mechanical minotaur. Oh, oh, <laughs> a mechanical. What would that? Oh, how, what people have loved to ride a mechanical minotaur. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I think. I think this this place needs some more fun. Oh, sure. I mean, it is. I mean, it's mostly just kind of like a hard drinking place. I mean, the most active thing that ever happens here is us doing this podcast. Oh, well, I'm hoping to get a younger, more affluent crowd to come in here. Sure. Maybe there get one there of the- is usually a game of officers and bosses going on over in the corner. It's a role-playing game where people pretend like they're in a fantastical world where you go into a simple gray office and you sit behind your desk and you have a... Uh, what are they called? What are they called? Do you remember, Chunt? Um, cube, cube. It's a magic screen, sort of like Arnold's magic screen. A laptop? Yeah, laptop. Yes, you have a laptop there. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful game. They're the youngest people that come here, but they're also a bit antisocial. They sound like nerds. Can I say that? Yes, I Uh was trying to not say nerds. (laughs) I just learned that word. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, some of my Earth slang has sort of started to spread around the land of Foon, I've noticed. Booyaka shot has. (laughs) Yes, and also, wait, through owls? Through owls, yeah. Is that how you learned That's the term That's how I nerd? learned the term nerd, yeah. <laughs> so walk me through the story. I mean, I was I was on my way here. Yeah. And uh, I had to, you know, take a break. Sure. You can wander. You can only wander so long. Sure. And uh, I sat down and I ate a sandwich. Were you lost when you were wandering? No, I, it was a straight line. It's a very, it's, it's it's like a one long road from where I live to here. Oh, okay. The yeah. Wanderer's Road is yeah. the main road. Yeah, okay. just, you just start wandering and yes. you can't miss. Oh, You'll great. eventually get to this place. Oh, all who wander are not lost. Okay. And uh, and then a little owl landed on my shoulder, mm-hmm. which was a little bit startling at first. Yeah. And he just started uh, 
I don't know, dropping some, uh, I, I don't know. Did some... he call you a nerd? <laughs> of course not. I'm not a nerd. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No. Sorry. No, no, no. Clearly he's not a nerd. <laughs> he was trying to get me to go beat up some nerds with him. Well, yeah. Sure. But I'm not. How terrifying. Yeah. Imagine yeah. you're a nerd and a, a dragon guy. With an, an owl. owl. With an owl on his yeah. shoulder. That's with terrifying. an aggressive owl at that. Now, well, usually, usually in Foon, nerds are usually roughed up by ogres. Uh-huh. Like ogres will get drunk and just be like, nerds, nerds, yeah. nerds. And then Do the go. nerds ever get their revenge on the ogres? Mm, they battle? can raise an army. Yeah, they could raise an army. An army of nerds? Mm-hmm. I, I, I must take uh, some umbrage at this, this story. Uh, for you see, everyone knows that I love birds. It's well known that I love mm-hmm. birds. But let's be honest. Owls are the nerdiest bird. That owl is acting out. That owl knows it's a nerd, so it's like, let's go beat up some nerds. It's churning on its own kind to try to build itself up. That owl has low self-esteem, Booyakasha. You know what? I'm very excited. I still want to hear a lot more about uh, some of the things that you would do with a Vermilion Minotaur to kind of uh, spruce the place up. Uh, but let's take a quick break. And uh, do you want anything to drink, Preckle? I've got some more slime. Oh, more slime? Yeah. You're just going to dr- drink your Preckle juice? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. All right. So we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Yeah. Do you ever notice how owls only take two licks and then bite down on their food? <laughs> I am Blemish, the new potentate of the Vermilion Minotaur. Changes are taking place here, great changes. Like the hourly dousing of the hearth fire and the removal of most of the wall sconces, so that all within may revel in the inky darkness in preparation for a great meal at a reasonable price, of course. <laughs> Come to the Vermilion Minotaur at the base of McShingleshane's forest. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. So, Preckle, I... Mm. Finishing a pigeon. Oh, oh my God. Oh, jeez. Sorry. That, oh, I'm sorry. You just got some feather. You got some feather. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Perfect. Usador, he just ate a live pigeon. Yes. 
But I thought you loved birds. I do. They're delicious. Mm, okay, fair enough. Prackle, what are some things that we? What are some other things we should do to get like a younger demo to come into the tavern? Well, this decor is dreadful. Yeah. So you know, it's I see this place is built into a tree, mm-hmm. and it's got that uh, earthy sort of I don't know gothicy feel. I'm talking. There's all, a lot of dirt. It's very dirty. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get rid of that. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put a uh, stone on the floor. Wow! Like Ooh. a yeah. like we're royal. I would love to do a throne room theme. Oh, actually, wow. that's yeah, a throne room theme. Be great. Uh huh. Why should the uh, only the royal get access to that kind of vibe? You know sure. what I'm saying? So is this going to be kind of like a theme restaurant where you kind of go in and you sort of pretend to be having some kind of experience? Or actually having it. I guess you can't really pretend to have it. No, you'll experience. be having it. Yeah. Yeah. This I mean there's gonna be a cover charge, so Oh wow. How yeah. much how a much cover are we talking? Charge? Yeah. Like a couple gems. Jewels. Oh, okay, a couple of gems. That's I don't not know. ridiculous. So yeah. a couple of gems or jewels to get into the tavern? Yeah. You know, you gotta build the hype, you know sure. what I mean? This other thing we're gonna do is we're gonna have a guy that stands outside. Okay. Probably an orc or something large sure. and intimidating. You saw a really And not there'll like be orcs. a large really? Why? Well, they're evil. They're all evil. Every single one of them. Now, I'm not racist. I love all sorts of creatures and people of the world of Foon. But orcs, every single one of them, is evil, for sure. Yeah, you know, I'm new to this world, so I can't tell when he says something. Is it just like an older guy who's racist about a species? Or are they really just all evil? They are all evil, but I like that. I don't know what the problem is. If you're using him as security outside to keep evil people out, who better than evil itself to suss out evil? Uh, I feel like I'm at Christmas dinner with my uncle. <laughs> can I now, ask you, Preckle, can I ask you something? Would it be... Please. I don't know if this is throwing off your idea, your vision. What if we had a machine where you put in, you know, a gold coin and, like, the Dark Lord's head pops out and you punch it as hard as you can and there's, like, a guy next to the machine that tells you probably how hard you punch the Dark Lord in the head. (laughs) That sounds wonderful. That way, like, warriors can come to the bar and, That sounds so much fun. Yeah. Can try and see who punched harder. I can can get one. I can find a... uh, uh, I can find somebody for that. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To craft that. Yes. It might require some sorcery, but uh, we might actually be able to get the Dark Lord himself in the machine. Oh. What? I don't know. That would be wonderful. I'm just saying, dream big. (laughs) Yes. Trap him in a machine forever. Yeah. Yes, that would be wonderful. What a fate. Yes, what a what a wonderful turn of events that I would be able to punch him every single day. For the Dark Lord is my greatest enemy, and someday I shall step out of this tavern where I shall quest against him. I shall hunt him down, and I shall this is gonna go on destroy him with all the might that Usador doth contain within this earthy flesh. Then I will simply trap him in this box with the help of my new friend Preckle and punch him in the face every day. <laughs> I didn't. I'm not going to help you trap him in the box. I oh. provide the box oh, for it. Oh, let's not, uh, okay. let's not get crazy. All right, sorry, it's sorry. the Dark sorry. Lord, yes, man. Yeah, all right, all right, I understand. If he can be trapped in a box, I can, I'll get the box. What if we trap him in a box that you go to and you make wishes? Like, say you wanted to wish to be bigger. Oh, Arnold, never make such a box. Never make such a box? Ah, yay, for it may grant you all your wishes, but... What in turn would happen is you would learn a lesson about life that you did not expect. Tis always the way of magic wishing boxes! Yeah, I was going to tell you about my friend. He uh, came upon this box in the middle of a field. <laughs> and he was like, what's in that box? What's in that box? He's real nervous. <laughs> they finally opened it. Ah, so funny. Well... What was what 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 is in the box? Oh, it's his wife's head. Wife's oh. head. Yeah. Oh. You never had that pulled on you? One of your friends? Is that a common prank? The old wife's head in the box. Oh gosh. Never. No. 
I've had a couple ex-girlfriends, but never, <laughs> never. Never a wife. No. See, that's tragic. Not as funny. That's tragic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what? Tragic when it's a girlfriend, but no one it's a wife? Now, uh, this wall here is completely covered in moss and gunk and vines and all sorts of manner of disgusting things. Yes. Uh, We're going to get rid of that. Oh, yeah. get rid of that. What would yeah. you put there instead? A big swirling portal. Oh, yeah. to where? Back to Earth. Arnold here is from Earth. It's I'm trying to get back to Earth. Not going to go anywhere. Oh, oh fun. yeah, yeah. It's so you just step a... in and you come right back out. You'll bounce right off it. <laughs> yeah, uh, the illusion of yeah. travel. The illusion. I of see. Well, sometimes when you have a portal in a room, it makes it look bigger. Absolutely, it's and nice it's... to put a bunch of portals in a room sometimes, and you're like, oh, yeah. this isn't. It really adds to the feeling of the space in there. Opens and it people, will, it'll be like a conversation piece. People That's are like, exactly. where does that portal go? Right. Right. It'll be like nice for the lighting too. Sure. You know, it'll make everyone look more attractive. Oh, really? Now we yeah, we're talking. That's the goal. So you're going to do things to the tavern that's going to make us all look more attractive. Absolutely. Tricks with lighting, and then of course spells. You said, or you're a wizard. Duh. Why have you never done a spell to make us all look more attractive? Because I am already magnificent as I am, and I care not how you look. For you are just the way you are, and I love you nonetheless. Oh. Oh, thank you. Yes. Also, those are expensive spells. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. A lot of ingredients. If you try and make yeah. a glamour without paying full price, the glamour can add like 15 pounds, 10, mm-hmm. 15 pounds. Oh, yes. You don't You don't want to go cheap on a glamour. Yeah, you, yeah. You'll end up with something pretty nasty. Sure. But listen, if you listen to me mm-hmm. and my advice, this place is going to be the hottest tavern in all of Foon. What are some of the other taverns that you've worked your, your magic on in the past? The Grunkle Burnkle? The, gr- the Grunkle Bunkle? The Grunkle Burnkle. The, oh, I'm sorry. The Grunkle Burnkle. Yeah. The Grunkle Burnkle in Skur? Yeah. Have you heard of it? Oh, yes. I go to Skur all the time. Oh, it's the hottest nightclub in a phone. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. There. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, well done. Do you do different things in different taverns, or is it always kind of the same approach? Well, you can't. You know, you got to read the region. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little bit different every time. That place also has a portal. The first uh, time I went to the Grunkle Burnkle, I went inside, and I went... My goddess, there is a moon hanging from the very ceiling. I had light shoot everywhere from this moon. But it turns out it was just a ball that was covered in all sorts of reflective materials. Uh, and then the lights just shone off it in a wonderful way. But at first I thought it was the moon coming well, to kill us all. It actually was a small moon. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. It was <laughs> well, yeah. a small moon that we lassoed from the sky. Oh, uh-huh. smart. And then uh, covered in reflective surface. Oh, My favorite bar of all time is... Times? Have you been to Times? Times? No. Yeah, you go into Times, you sit down, they put like a fake crown on you, and there's knights jousting, you know, you're eating uh, turkey legs. Yeah. And uh, you're like, you, let's go and pretend like we're living in these times. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's the best. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Those places are on every corner, though. You know, they're just, that's not special. It's a bit uh, of a chain. I, I, I agree. I, they're, they're, they're a little bit uh, cookie cutter, you know. Uh, and then the fights aren't even real. Nobody really dies. I can just go out in the street and watch people die. I mean, you come into this tavern, you're going to see somebody die. There's like, a good chance. Most weeks. Yes, there's a good chance. Oh, not anymore. Oh, what? No deaths. No death. No uh-uh. deaths in the tavern. Uh-uh. Oh, what a shame. So is that like a rule or something that's going to prohibit it from happening at all? Uh, you know, like I said, spells, orcs, uh, you know, there'll be, there'll be things. Now, there's going to be lots of torture and carnage. Don't get me wrong. Oh. I, hope, I hope everybody can relax. I yeah. was very concerned there for a moment, and I was going oh. to ask, if you're not going to have death, can we at least have free popcorn? Limbs will be severed still, believe okay. you me. But severed limbs are just as good. Now, Preckle, the stag's head has been above the bar here in the Vermilion Minotaur for the last 
uh, ten centuries or so. Uh, would you would you let us uh, allow us to keep the stag head over, over the bar? Absolutely. Now I'm going to do you one better. Yes. I'm going to reanimate it. Ooh. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. So we'll be able to talk and sing songs and. Oh, oh my gosh! I wasn't sure if I wanted to have you decorate the bar, but now I got my mind set on you. Yeah. I actually want to go back. Uh, just a couple questions. You said no one will be able to die in the tavern. If we get that spell and say I stayed in the tavern forever and never left, mm-hmm. would I live forever? Absolutely. It'll be a pretty dull life, but it already you is. Can do it. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying myself. Really? You could do this for another thousand. I mean, I mean, thousand I, years. First and foremost, I want to go home. I want to go back to Earth, see my wife and my family, but. If I am here, like, I can stay in this tavern and live forever. Maybe live so long that I would just keep going until the end of time. Maybe flip around and come back again. If you're that much of a pussy, another word the owl taught (laughs) me. He is. Oh, he is. About dying, then yeah, you can do that. But what kind of life is that? That owl's a dick. That's another word he taught me. (laughs) Yeah, that's a bad thing to call somebody, right? Yeah. Okay, now it makes sense. That owl is like, hey. There's some nerds, pussies, and dicks over there. Let's go beat oh, them up. Oh, he didn't stop there. Oh, I, can't well, I don't. Well, anything worse he didn't learn from me. Yeah, some of the, the words he taught me were sounded pretty offensive. I don't. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I can only. Well, but that must might be Al talk. I don't know. He had a word for Hispanic people. That's he said. This is a bad word for Hispanic people. Uh-huh. And then he said the word. And I'm not what? saying that word. But, but I don't even. There are, are there Hispanic people in Foon? Like I said, he had some. He must have learned it from you. Dimensional. <laughs> I didn't. I would never say anything this bad is about. This what the owl claimed. Uh-huh. I didn't want to say. It. He said he has a psychic connection to you, and these, he was telling me all the words that you think the most. You're always thinking <laughs> think these the words, most. and he's like, these are these words that are always in the tip of his lips and he wants to say them but yeah yeah oh my so God. this is what he told me oh that that might make sense now because i remember the owls talking about locking onto a pole or a uh, what is what is that locking a joke a, about a pole lock a pole lock no i don't i don't think of i'm not i don't think about terrible things about people and groups that i how secretly want to say how did i know these words then yeah and what's a light bulb and why does it take so many pole locks to change one arnie I don't think you're racist. All orcs are evil. Every single one of them. Without fail, every single one. Great. I don't want you on my side. So, Preckle, thanks so much for stopping by. I'm so excited to learn about all the stuff that's going to change in the tavern. Like, when is this going to happen? I mean, I'm here to do a job, so, you know, I can do this too. But, yeah, it's going to happen over the next uh, six to eight centuries. <laughs> Six to eight centuries? That's yeah. how long it takes? That That's fast. average. That's that average. Fast? Wow. But will we start seeing changes immediately? or? Well, it depends on your definition of immediately. Uh-huh. You know, You'll probably know. be dead long before the immortality spell kicks yeah. in. Oh, damn. Yeah, we don't do that first. Yeah, knowing my luck, that'll happen like the day after I die. Uh, well, one can hope. Uh, hey, Chunt, have you had any emails this week? I have. This is uh, emails received at chunt at gmail.com. That's chunt with six T's. Uh, first one is from Emily... Abna. Hey, Foon friends, love the podcast. However, can y'all call out Arnie for saying sure every other word? Thanks. You do say sure a lot. Sure. Ugh. This other one here is from Ray Dove. Dear Chun, I really enjoy the podcast. Learning about the land of Foon is so fun, and I wish Arnie would teach you more about Earth stuff. Your show has kept me company when I had to take lengthy journeys to the north of our land in order to escape a horrible storm that went by the name of Matthew. Hmm. It had me wondering, has Foon ever experienced any notable acts of nature that went down in your land's history? Oh, that's a great question. Um, well, there was see. the wall of fire that yeah. uh, Spintax dissolved. Spintax we all know about that, of course. there were. Oh, we had the dust plate. 
The Dust Plate was a terrible period yeah. in Foon history. Uh, around the, the Good Depression. The yes. Good Depression? Because everyone was depressed, but it felt good because you uh-huh. you, everyone was depressed. So, yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, we're all sharing Feel this. a part of this, yeah. The Bat Swarm? The Bat Swarm. The oh, Bat Swarm. my yeah. goodness. I nearly forgotten about that. 100 years of bats. <laughs> really? Just like, every, everywhere. Everywhere. That's awful. It's like you opened your mouth to take a bite of gruel. And it's like, oh, there's a bat in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Great. Did it just naturally end or did someone stop it? Uh, yeah, I think it just sort of petered out. So it could come back. Well, occasionally you wake up and there's a bat around. Yeah, it's kind of the end of it. It's like, you know, there's like 16 or 17 bats still kind of, yeah. Hey, I uh, have an email here. As always, you can email me at magictavern at puppies.supplies. I promise it is a real email address. Uh, Here's one. Hello, Arnie, Chunt, Usador, and any guests. That includes you, Preckle. Thank you. Now that Arnie has witnessed the death of Usador, does he have the ability to see puppies in Foon? Thanks, Kate from Canada. That's true. Have you seen any puppies? Since I have. My death and resurrection. I have seen a couple puppies. Apparently, there are puppies in Foon. I never saw any, but you have to. You have to witness death before you can see a puppy. Yeah, and I've seen actually an, any number of people die in this tavern, and I have over time seen a couple puppies, I think. Or maybe they're just small dogs. Well, now you can start providing supplies to these puppies with your email address. Sure. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> Booyakasha. I'll spare you the sounds of the human actors packing up their recording equipment and going back to their hollow lives. But needless to say, none of that really happened. Usador the Lighter Blue was played by Matt Young. Chunt the King of the Badgers was played by Adol Rafai. Preckle the Dragonborn was played by special guest Ryan Ridley. Ryan is a writer, producer, and voice actor on the show Rick and Morty. Blemish was played by Martin Wilson. Hmm, always a shame to end a list on Martin. It's like watching a long string of 4th of July fireworks and then throwing a damp pie into the air. Craig... Don't have to be so curt about it. Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jakover, and Ryan D. Georgie. This one edited by Garrett Schultz. Music by Andy Poland, logo by Allard LeBon, additional audio effects by Jason Knox, production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Visit us at hellofromthemagictavern.com or on Facebook or Twitter, and don't forget to go to store.earwolf.com to get some awesome Magic Tavern shirts. Thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op, and thanks to Earwolf. Uh, last thing here, I got a bit of audio sent in by Julie Tangi, um, although maybe not by her. I, I can't quite tell. Let's listen. Dear Chunt, this is your mother. I have longed for you... Unlike you can imagine. And while my longing for you is real and born out of the thorax from which you came, I do not know the best way to approach you now that you have begotten such fame from a podcast to another world. This is great, but we're just going to fast forward a little bit for time reasons. And yes, if you join the Great Crusade to fight the dark, dark, dark Lord, I am with you, my son. If not, hey, peace. Let's get a cup of coffee. Love you. 
Bye. Powerful stuff. Thanks, Julie. Uh, I guess that's it. Bye. Enhance your listening experience with Wondry Plus. Enjoy ad-free listening, exclusive content, binges, and more. Join Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or on Apple Podcasts.